Welcome to Sustainability from Within with your host, Sibeli Salviato. If you've ever asked yourself questions about how to bring about real change in your world and the world of those around you, you're going to love what we have in store for you today and every week. You can empower yourself to be that change agent. Now, here is Sibeli Salviato. So hello, and here we are again in another episode. Um, today, uh, we have planned to talk about um, an apparent paradox, uh, which is, uh, should we accept our fate in a spirit of resignation? Uh, some spiritual leaders, some philosophies will say so, uh, and some others will say that, well, we create our destiny. Um, we, with our minds, with what we are, we create our, uh, or manifest our reality. So uh, it seems that th- there is a paradox there. How can we fix that? And how um, how how is this connected with sustainability, right? So this is what we are going to talk about today. But first, uh, it's always good to, you know, connect things and put things together. So you that are listening to this show can know a little bit more of what we are aiming with it and uh, how, you know, how we are um, putting things together so that we can be the change that we want to be in the, in, the, in the world. So we've been talking about, um, uh, we've been talking about this um, illusion of separation and then uh, sustainability as this ability to connect with a, a larger reality out of our uh, egos and uh, manifest from there and be guided by this larger reality, by this uh, interconnected net, let's say like that, net of information. And we've been talking about meditation and hopefully in the future we're going to be bring more about it, more exercises, other kinds of meditation. But we've been talking about um, meditation as a tool, breathing as a tool, um, observing our thoughts as another tool, a tool for us to access levels of our unconscious, right? Uh, I think that we've been, we've mentioned before, uh, that according to Freud, uh, you know, we have access to roughly 30% of our consciousness. The rest of it, of what we have in our brains are unconscious to us or else we are not accessing it in our front head you know in our minds so so we've been talking about how we can access other levels of our consciousness bring to to our awareness things that we are missing in in this place that is not conscious to us and um and also we've been uh, talking about visualization and uh, bringing this world that we are aiming for, that we are longing for in our, in our mind. And what are the obstructions for us to visualize this world that we want? And we have been talking about this, uh, this thing that the pathway guide would call the superstition of pessimism, how we sometimes we believe that we are very optim- optimistic, but we are unconsciously playing that danger, dangerous uh, game of not really wanting to believe in the positive because this can chase away our possibilities to really achieve that. So we've been talking about all of that as 
ways for us to manifest and be the change that we want to to be in the world. But how does that happen? How does how does that help us? How is this helping us to really be the change you want to see in the world? So one of the things that I that I want to bring is uh, all of that together will help us, for example, to be better consumers, right? So be here with me. You were following this show for a while and sometimes you get puzzled. You know, what is this person want to take me? You know, how is that really helping us to change the world, right? So if you, well, you know, if you're a human being, a citizen as the way I am, we consume things. We live in a sort of capitalist world and we buy stuff. So by being more connected with your, so to speak, higher self, so for more, more uh, by being more connected with your feelings, you know, when we bring meditation and we brought Fernando Binyaji to say about being present, when we are more present, we are more connected with our feelings. If we are more connected with our feelings, we have access to our real needs. If we are connected with our real needs, we don't need to go out to buy superfluous stuff. We don't need to go out to buy stuff that ultimately uh, will be um, something to fulfill our, you know, uh, emotional disruptiveness, our emotional needs uh, without our awareness of it, right? How many of us go sometimes shopping because we have that discomfort and we don't know exactly or we have some... Um, we have a, a, a glimpse of a need, but we don't know what it is. And we believe because we are massively, um, uh, you know, sh- uh, exposed to advertisement and things that we we need to have and pursue and buy. So we go in, a, in, the, in the hope that that longing, that discomfort that we feel within will be fulfilled by a new thing, a new clothes, a new car, a new whatever, you know. So, can you see the connection that if we are more connected, if we are more connected with ourselves, if we know more about our needs through being present to our feelings, chances are that slowly but surely we are less prompt to go out and spend our money in things that we don't really need. So look around your house right now. Look around yourself. How many things do you really have that you really need in our house? How many things that, you know, are superfluous and maybe you don't need to buy? So only by that, you are helping a great amount for our more sustainable world. If more people do that, and I'm sure a lot of people are doing that, you know, uh, we can really together... uh, raise the level of our consciousness and we are sending a, a message to the capitalists we are sending a message to the the companies that there are a lot of things that we don't don't need and by doing that we are already acting on the resources and there is a huge chain of connection that we are impacting only by bringing certain things to our awareness uh, the same way uh, happens uh, with our food, for example. Right? Um, not that recently I learned that uh, you know, the food industry, the meat industry, more specifically, saying uh, altogether is, is you know 
almost 10 times, um, has almost 10 times larger impact than all means of transportation together in our atmosphere, in our, um, in, in the emission of the gases that will cause uh, climate change, right? So it's huge. Our choices of food not only impact our own health, but it impacts the health of our planet altogether, Right, So if we are really more connected with our bodies, if we can access the presence of our, you know, what we are really feeling when we are he- really hungry, what, what it is that our body needs, perhaps we will do better choices. We will prefer to buy uh, things that are more healthy, that are healthier to our um, bodies and probably this will also be health- healthier to our environment. So this will not change from one day to the other, right? But if you are really pursuing to be the change that you want to see in the world, if you really long to have a better world for yourself, for your kids, for your grandchildren, maybe you're going to be connected with that. And if you were doing these small changes in your habit in terms of observing your thoughts, to see what are the beliefs that are underneath that, and if you're breathing and uh, meditating so that you enhance uh, your ability to be more present, chances are that you are doing much better choices with your food, for example. And this is a huge impact in our world. So you are already being the change that you want to see in the world, slowly but surely, right? So this is important for us to acknowledge because sometimes it seems that uh, we've been talking about metaphysical stuff, um, spiritual stuff. Uh, Sometimes people can think we're talking about religious stuff, although it's not the case. But, you know, it's important that when we put all those together, we can really notice how we are, you know, by by those small tools, by, you know, five or six tools that we had put together here, we can really we can really be this change that we, we want to see in the world. So, um, so that's what uh, that's what I want to say and acknowledge that well, that's what we are doing here, right? And the connection with this that I just said with the subject for today, which is that paradox of fate and destiny and all of that, uh, I'll, I'll bring in in a moment um, right now I mean but I'll continue to say because when we are doing that when we are um, going in to manifest sustainability from within um, we are uh, we are aiming to manifest something that comes from our higher self right from our for the good that we have in ourselves f- from this connect connectivity that we have with creation, with divine, let's say like that, right? So it's more organic. We believe that we um, deserve happiness. We believe that we deserve the better. So we go for it and our our action and our feelings are changing, as I just said before, right? However, that's not always like that. Right? So there are other aspects of our unconscious that need to be accessed so that we can proceed in this, in this search of being the, the, the change that we want to see in the world. And that's where this subject of destiny and fate comes into place. Uh, because the pathway guide would propose that what puts these two things together, and just repeating what I'm 
what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about what do I do? Do I resignate and accept my fate, world's fate, the, the country's fate, whatever fate I'm talking about? Can you know? We, I just accept that as karma or you know, uh, as a destiny of something that I don't have any power. And so the best that I can do is to be happy is to resignate myself and accept. Or this is not true. And what is true is that I do have the power so I can do something. I can change my mind. I can change my beliefs and, and, uh, and change what I manifest. And then you're getting doubt because sometimes you were doing that and you're not seeing immediately immediate results. So, you know, there are a lot of things there for us to, to ponder, right? So what the guide is propo- proposing to us is that what unifies those, those two apparent opposite um, um, possibilities or philosophies or beliefs is fear. So... We're going to be talking uh, more emphatically in the next block, but I'm starting right now. We're going to be talking about how fear can come in and really distort a little bit how we see those two things, right? Because, and uh, I'll explain that, because if uh, we believe that we have to to accept resignation, the first thing that normally occurs to us is though, oh my, you know, I need to accept pain. Do I need to accept, um, you know, the suffering? Is that what I need to accept? And immediately fear comes in because we don't want to suffer and we don't want to feel pain and we fear pain. So when this happens, immediately we go to a place where we desire happiness or we desire uh, pleasure or we desire fulfillment for the fear of not having it, for the fear of feeling the pain, right? And, and that's exactly when we lose our power. And that's, that's exactly when we really don't have the possibility to create or manifest our lives because fear blocks the way. Fear comes in and say, well, you know, if you fear happiness you need to overcome that that's a law in life right that's why people uh, say say sometimes that we attract what we fear and then it's even worse because then we fear the fear <laughs> have you experiment that have you experiment fearing the fear so that because you don't want to attract that that you know that you were uh, afraid of so it seems a, a little bit crazy, but let's explore that a little bit. Let's explore what's the relationship with that and sustainability and how we can really go within to produce uh, a better world for ourselves, right? So uh, if I, if I um, continue with that place where I uh, you know, believe that I need to resignate and accept fate uh, for the fear of you know, I don't have any power because that again, you know, when I, a part of me that says, well, I need to accept in, in, in resignation. And if this part of me want to do that or believe in that because I fear I don't have any power anyway to do any change, then probably that's what I'm going to experience, the powerlessness. You know, that's what I'm, because that's what I fear. So, and 
And then, you know, I cannot believe that I can create anything because I'm believing that I am powerless, right? So you see, there is always contradiction um, in, in everything that we are bringing to the surface. And, and again, you know, putting another step together, another uh, thing together here, we have talked a little bit about duality, not as much as, but we have talked a little bit about duality. And we have talked about the fact that um, in this world that we live and, you know, we are being manifested in, in our bodies, in our egos, everything is dual. So even if I have a part of me that really believes that I can create something different, that I, you know, I can be optimistic, I can manifest life the way I want, I, the only thing I have to do is to change my thoughts, it's probable that also lives in me another part that believes that this is not true and that I need to resignate or that, you know, there's nothing I can do because there is this external power that it's uh, separate from separated from me that will um, that you know that will bring fate and I have karmas and I have no power at all so you see it's always um, this dance between what I what I bring in my conscious what I I, I I think I believe and the things that I don't know that is underneath uh, that are underneath um, my my primary consciousness right so next block, we're going to continue to talk about that. We're going to continue to uh, go a little bit deeper in this, uh, in this principle of life that, you know, if you fear um, whatever you fear, sometimes you're going to have to, to experience that so that you can lose your fear. So next block, we're going to talk about that and continue to make this connection with this and sustainability. So keep tuned and um, we're com coming back and around two minutes to continue this conversation. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As a Pathwork Helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's SibeliSalviato.com. As a Pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O dot com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Empowerment. 
You are listening to Sustainability from Within with Sibeli Salviato. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, Sibeli can be reached at sibelisalviato at me.com. Now, back to Sustainability from Within. So here we are back with an um, awkward subject, <laughs> so to speak, um, and, uh, and the uh, connections that we are doing with uh, sustainability. So we were talking in the first block about fear. Actually, we talked about other things, but we, but we you know, ended up uh, bringing the subject of today's conversation, which is the paradox, apparent paradox of accepting fate or, you know, choosing our destiny. Uh, and we are talking about the connection of these two um, uh, possibilities and maybe what brings them together. Uh, it's overcoming fear, not exactly the fear will put them together, but overcoming fear will uh, bring another, other aspects for other perspective for this two apparent paradox. And I, I kind of mentioned that we talked about duality before and hopefully um, we are going to, to bring more of duality in our future shows. But, you know, when we find a paradox, it's nice that we, it's, it's important that when we meet those conflicts, we bring to our consciousness that this is a product of duality not a product of uh, a unified vision, of course, right? It's, it seems obvious. But when we bring this to our awareness, we can also bring another question. Well, if this is a product of duality, is there a way for me to find, uh, you know, a, a, a middle path, let's say like that? Is there a way to put those things together in a both-and um, possibility? Because the way to evolution, remember, is a way to unification, integration. So how can we integrate those aspects? And, but I will start to talk about fear because integrating those aspects of fate and destiny uh, is connected with how we can overcome fear. And I'm bringing another aspect for us to be aware of, which is how we sometimes pursue things in our lives and how sometimes we long for um, a, a good life, a better life out of the fear of the opposite of it and how this is not really helping us to manifest what we want. And how this is also helping us not to accept our fate when we need to accept our fate, right? So, um, one of the main aspects that the Pathwork Guide brings in this aspect is that, you know, there's, there's the, the basic duality in life, which is life and death. Uh, and and um, he brings this concept that if we fear death so badly, how can we live? Can we imagine that? So, Put yourself in the shoes of somebody and maybe you can access levels of yourself that really fear death that much. How would you live if you fear death? How is your life? What amount of freedom do you have to expose yourself to life, to give yourself to life, right? Do you, can you notice that if you are in prison, in fear, it's very difficult for you to live a fully life? to really enjoy life and experience life, you know, as fully as you can. 
can you can you can you can you can you imagine that this is not possible so 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 that's how fear comes in and and provoke death actually because if you're living a life full of fear of finishing it you're not living it at all so you were already dead <laughs> can you notice that it, it's it seems like a paradox but if you ask yourself and if you look at yourself, you can see how 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 true this is. Yeah, again, uh, I'm not asking you to believe in me. I'm asking you to question yourself and test it in your in your own body, in your own mind uh, set. So, this is a principle that applies to everything in life. Everything. So, if you uh, you know, if you look for healthy, if you are one of those people beautifully um, wanting to have health and you are, you know, eating healthy, you are doing your exercises, you are, you know, pushing hard because you want to be healthy. But if you, there is an aspect in yourself that are searching for that because you fear to be ill, you fear disease, then all your efforts to conquer this healthier body, you know, sooner or later will show uh, insufficient and you may attract some kind of disease to, to yourself because, um, because, because that's where acceptance enters actually. You know, we create our lives and also we need to accept our fate. But if we are ill and if we accept that illness, as some cause and effect, some you know pattern that this is bringing to our lives, and if we accept this illness as a door for us to go deeper in our self knowledge, in a spirit of resignation, then we can go deeper and see how we fear that disease so much that we are experiencing that. Is that too confusing? <laughs> you can, you know, you can tell me. You can send me an email and say, "Oh, Sibel, it is just too confusing. I cannot grasp where you're wanting to get with that." But I'll, I'll continue it. Maybe you can understand, right? Because I know that sometimes it gets confused, confused. But so, so let's let's continue with that healthy thing. So if I'm obsessed by, and one of the indications that sometimes I fear the opposite of it is the obsession. So if I, if I think to myself, oh my God, I cannot have anything else but a healthier life or, you know, I'm dead. <laughs> or, you know, I, I, if you find that energy of obsession, uh, if you find the energy of, let's say, a self-will, I need that so badly. Um, there is maybe an indication that there is a fear of the opposite, out, you know, right there. And if you fear the opposite, you were, you know, the motivation of your search is tainted. Your, the motivation of your your longing is um, obstructed by that fear. So, when when uh, some philosophers or when you know this knowledge comes to us and say we need to accept things in resignation, what is really um, being said there? is that everything that happens to us, there is a cause and effect. Most, or 100% of the time, we are creating this cause and effect. But when we are experiencing the effect, it's not because something else out there. It's not become, because, you know, uh, that 
I don't know, God or life or something that is disconnected to ourselves is bringing that to us. And then when we believe that is happening, we suffer. So if we are ill and we believe that we are unfairly ill or something come from outside and brought this to me, first, it's difficult to accept. So I will not accept in resignation because I'll be feeling... Uh, treated unfairly, I think that life is unfair, I'll be negative about it. Um, you know, there are many negative feelings and emotions that will come forth with it. So I don't do that, I don't accept, and I don't, don't experience that in a way that really brings me um, a path out of it, right? And at the same time, I don't believe that I can create something different. I'm stuck. Because if I believe that what is happening to me is coming from outside of me. It's coming from a, another source of power that is not myself, is not my higher self, is not my connection, is, is separated from me. How can I create my, my destiny? I can't, right? So actually, when I am that separated and when I am in the, in the position in which I, you know, places of me or parts of me really believe that I don't have anything to do with what I experiment in life, None of those alternatives, not accepting resignation, not I create my destiny, are are really uh, available to us. Can you can you can you grasp that? Can you bring this to your life and imagine some your of your personal examples? How how can you bring this uh, that I'm talking about to your own life? I would be curious to see if you can understand that, you know, and and if you can share with me. Uh, I have brought some examples of myself and, uh, you know, uh, I think that health is a, a good example when we, and I have experimented that in my life as well. We know that sometimes I would pursue uh, uh, my health because I'm afraid to be ill. <laughs> and I notice that when I notice that, I say, oh, look at me, you know, that's, that's me. Uh, scared or, or feeling fear of something. And when I am in that place, I am already ill. So I noticed that myself and I noticed in other parts of my life. I, I, I brought you all the work that I've been doing with abundance, uh, with you know financial abundance, with material ab abundance. And, uh, you know, it, it's not that uh, this law of attraction, this, you know, thing that the that movie The Secret brings that you think and you manifest, of course, it's not like that. And I, I, I heard um, the other day about Wayne Dyer and he's saying that it's not what you think, it's what you are that you manifest. And it's beautiful because what we are is the whole sum of everything, of our, what we think and what we believe, conscious and unconsciously, and and uh, our actions and emotions and everything. So, so uh, I I do abide for that. I think that it's who we are, and sometimes who we are is embedded in fear. And when we are in that in that aspect of fear, uh, we need to. Life is bringing an opportunity for us to get rid of fear, because. If we really believe that we create our life by who we are, we need to fear anything. We just need to fear something when we don't believe that we are good enough or when we don't believe that you know, what we have in ourselves are good enough to produce a good life so that we come to fear. So fear is a product of doubt. 
Are you following me here? So, and if we are in doubt, it's, it's, there is no exception. There, there is no exception as well in resignation. So, so uh, we are trapped. And, and we cannot be the change you want to see in the world when we are in fear. Even if we have the most beautiful longings, right? And then you can tell me, oh, Sibeli, yeah, that's true. I believe in you. I understand what you're saying, although it seems a little bit confused. But I don't fear anything. I don't fear death. So how do you, what do you have to tell me? I long to, to be happy. I'm not exactly 100% happy in all aspects of my, my, my life, but I, I don't long to be happy because I fear happiness. I don't fear to be unhappy. And then I ask you, are you 100% sure about that? When we remember that 70% of our consciousness not conscious, is unconscious, uh, 70% of our whole uh, mind is out of our, uh, our, our access in awareness. How can you say that for sure? You know, last uh, episode we were talking about this optimistic uh, versus pessimistic approach to life. And it was funny because I was talking to some people and then, you know, afterwards I posted something in my Facebook page and um, I saw people saying, no, I do believe, uh, I'm really optimistic, I dare to believe in the positive, which is beautiful. And I do believe those people are, are 100% um, uh believing that they do believe in the positive. However, sometimes I do experiment in my life and I hear people, uh, minutes after they say that they do believe in the positive, they, they come with a very negative um, comment or they come with um, a cynical, uh, apparently cynical uh, comment about something, which tells me that sometimes that's not true, you know, that we do believe in, 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 in the positive. So, and then uh, a duality come here again. Bec when I say we don't believe in, in the positive, I'm not saying that the whole of who we are do not believe in the positive. I'm saying that a part of us do not believe. Because we are sums of, we are a summatory, we are um, uh, um, aggregation of many parts of our consciousness that are still separated, that are not really, um, well, for the lack of a better word, you know, sometimes I forget words in English, so because they are not conscious to us. So we cannot affirm that we are 100% in our conscious and unconscious, optimistic and fearless of anything. We simply cannot. So it's important to question that and to look for the things that, is, that are opposite to what we are saying. So this is an important message here for us because um, if we want to go deeper and if we really want to change our world, we cannot be lazy in uh, accepting our first uh, uh, our first answers to the things that you know we are questions our, we're questioning ourselves. We need to go deeper and we need to investigate if this that we we think that we believe it's true. Mm -hmm. Is that true that I don't fear anything? Is that true that I really don't? Uh, there is no no part of me that wants the happiness because it does it, it does not fear. Unhappiness. So, if you if if this question triggers you, you know, is that if you, if you can say, 
uh, no to that because it's obvious that you don't know because you know, there are a lot of things that we don't know about ourselves. So it's it worth investigate that other part. It's worth to investigate the parts that may have that we may have some fear of the things that we want to, to manifest in life. And that's why sometimes we, do, we don't manifest. So another thing that we've been talking about um, here is that the best indication, indicator actually, the best indicator of what we are, what we are let's say like that, not, not exactly what we think or believe, but the sum of all, all of that, what we think, what we believe consciously and unconsciously is the life that we have, right? So, so if it, there are parts of your, of your life that you're not completely satisfied or feeling fulfilled, if you think that if you have this longing that something better um, you know, is there for you or maybe there might be, if you question yourself, there might be a better life than that. So that's a good start. And, but that, that's because there's something in you that needs to be investigated. Right, so life is indicating you, oh, there's something in there that you need to investigate. I don't know if by now you can you could already uh, see that this uh, thing that we are proposing today, the, the acceptance and re- resignation and the, the fact that we create our lives are not opposites at all. They are things that we dance with. Uh, I would say that I, you know, primarily. I myself, I do experiment in my life and I believe that we create out of who we are, the life that we have. And yet, acceptance and accepting resignation would mean breathe, relax, and wait because I can bear frustration in, in, you know, in the mature parts of me and I, I can wait and see that this will not manifest exactly right now, but it, it will manifest uh, sooner or later. So I can have this assurance, that certainty that I'm in, in, in the right way. I'm, you know, uh, so I am creating my life the way that I can create my life with what I am right now. And of course, it's not 100% of the things that I want right now because I still have obstructions in myself and I can accept that, which means accepting my imperfection as a human being. Okay, Um, so we're going to go for another break and I hope that we can wrap up this that we're talking here so far in this third block and make again the connection of how this is helping us um, to be the change you want to see in the world. Okay, keep tuned and we are really changing the world. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. As a pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's SibeliSalviato.com. 
As a Pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O dot com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Sustainability from Within with Sibeli Salviato. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, Sibeli can be reached at sibelisalviato at me.com. Now, back to Sustainability from Within. Hello, and here we are back um, to our um episode today talking about uh, how to unify and find a both and in those aspects of acceptance and recreating our destiny and how this has all to do with um, being the change we want to see in the world and build a more sustainable w- world. And so last block, um, I was uh, talking about fear and how sometimes even if we don't acknowledge fear in our unconscious, it's worth to question our, ourselves if, if that's true because we have so many things in our unconscious that we are not aware of that maybe uh, it's worth the, 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 the inquiring, let's say like that. It's worth the observing ourselves to understand more of that. And how do we do that? Of course, we do that, as I told, I told you before, um, by observing our thoughts, by observing our reactions, by um, noticing um, our state of presence and trying to be present and we do that by breathing and meditating and when we put all of that together sometimes we can ask our ourselves the question and investigate if there is something that we want we want in life that we want so badly because of we fear the opposite so i ask you if you are looking for and you are desiring um a new job let's say like that or to have financial fulfillment would that because you fear to be jobless or because you fear to be poor so if you find yourself answering uh, i don't know or maybe maybe there is a fear there that need to be investigated what do you fear what if you were poor what can happen and then you can investigate all your illusions about it, all your images about it. So if I am poor, I'll feel, I'll feel less. And then you can access another part of our, our um, so to speak, lower self. I, I think I didn't bring the language here, but you know, we bring another aspect of our uh, human limitations, which is pride, right? So then you can access that you feel less if you were poor. Not that you think that you're going to die, but you're going to feel humiliated if you were poor. 
that's why you fear being poor, right? And if you go continue to question yourself, oh, you know, what if I get jobless? Oh, then I'm going to be poor and I cannot pay, um, uh, you know, the food for my family. So how really accurate, accurate and realistic this is right now for you? Maybe it is very realistic, but maybe it is not, right? So then you can investigate a little bit more and you're going to notice that what we fear is what we don't know. We have this illusion that if we know and we can control, uh, we believe that we can control, so I don't need to fear. And uh, if I don't have control and uh, the elements that I don't know that are unknown for me in the future, then I fear and connecting to what we have been talking last time, I fear because I don't dare to believe in the positive. I fear because I, I'm also almost sure that the negative will come. So if I'll be, if I, you know, ended up being without a job and ended up being poor, the fear comes from a place where I, I do believe that nothing will change and I'll be without food to eat and I'll die starving me and my family do you follow me in that and can you see how how not realistic this is so what happened is that ultimately and I'll, you know, I hope this does not happen to any of you that are listening to this but of course but you know in, 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 in a, ultimately and what happens when we are so fearful for those you know, because of those thoughts and sometimes unconscious thoughts that lead us to believe that if I get without a job, I will starve to death. <laughs> we, we keep reproducing these thoughts in our unconscious so that life will bring that experience for us to, to see that it's not that terrible. Maybe if you get poor, you're going to have an amazing experience of life and Maybe that's what you need. You you want life to learn in your life, you know, uh, from an, in another dimension of your um, consciousness. So there are so many options, and we fear we fear because we limit our options. We cannot believe in the uh, the the whole possibility of options, right? But but. but and so we are in fear and if we cannot bring it about, if we cannot bring, bring it to the forehand and analyze and question that, you know, chances are that we're going to experience that because, because then if we experience that and we know how it is, we fear it less. So we don't need to be that fearful of the things that we already know, right? So... Uh, how how do we how do we get out of that? How we can how can we not get into the fear of fear? Because you know I know Sibeli, you were saying that, and I'm becoming even more scared about my fear. Because if I fear and I don't even know how can I how can what can I do right? So what you can do is what you're already doing. You can observe your thoughts, you can observe your emotional reactions and you can question yourself and you can bring those things to your meditation and ask for guidance. That's what you can do. But you can also um, be honest with yourself 
and say, oh, you know what, I do have the fear. Because when you access that, when you, you know, when you, when you bring it to, our, to your awareness, it's not a taboo anymore. It's not something that you need to hide from yourself. So it's right in front of you for you to work with. And this is, the, you know, this is exactly the opposite of fear because you need to be brave to bring your fear to the surface and acknowledge yourself that sometimes you are in fear. And sometimes you are in fear of fear, right? So if you bring it to the surface and you um, acknowledge that, you admit that, as well as if you can admit that, that game of, uh, of pessimism, if you can just put it on the table and admit that this is happening at least in a part of you, and if you can uh, bring to your awareness that, well, this is not the whole of who you are. This is just a part of you. So you can connect with guidance. You can connect with awareness and look to this fear more closely and challenge that. Is that a real reason for you to have fear right here? Is that really true that you're going to feel humiliated if you were poor? What if you were poor? Why would you need to feel humiliated? Do you think that your financial condition will, will really say that you are more or less than other people? Oh, no, I don't think that. I don't give all this power to money. However, I don't want to be poor, <laughs> right? So you see, the invitation here is for us to really go deeper than you are, that we are normally used to. We need to go deeper and bring those things to the surface because, you know, you're a human being, I'm a human being, we all have fear, we all don't want to be humiliated, we all have pride, and the overcome of all of that is what really brings a better world to all of us. Overcome of pride, overcome of fear, overcome of self-will. But there's, there's uh, things if we have an order to work with it, fear will be the first because if we access a place in ourselves that we don't need to have fear anymore, if we challenge our fear and we are open and accepting to whatever life is bringing to me in a spirit of resignation, do you see? So if you are accepting fearless that because you know that cause and consequence is what is happening and life is bringing you the best possible so you can accept your right moment right now because you know that through that you were creating a better life. Because by accepting that you're going to other levels, you understand uh, how fear brought you here and so that you don't need to fear anymore and now you are, you are building a new life. Do you see the connection of that? Do you see how accepting in the spirit of resignation provokes you to also do not, not fear and, and because you're not fearing anymore, you don't need to bring negative aspects to your life and you can create and manifest a better life. So I invite you to ponder about that, to question that, to be puzzled by that, to... You know, to go deeper if you want. And um, if you feel called, give me a call, write me an email, visit my website and contact me. Uh, and we can talk more deeply about that. 
and see how this manifests in your life, how this is manifesting, um, you know, in some aspects of your life. And let's see, let's work with that, right? So, um, <clears throat> this is, of course, not an end to this subject. We have, you know, a lot of things to talk about. Um, uh, by the way, if you want to go deeper by reading something, Thing. You can always find a, a lecture about this in the pathwork.org website. There's one in particular is, um, the number of this lecture is 130, 130 oh my God, I forgot, it's 130. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have so many lectures. So this one um, is finding, I, well, it's a mixture of many lectures, but the main one is finding the true, finding true abundance by going through your fear. Uh, number 130. I really recommend the, the, the reading of it. And uh, I want to invite you to come to the next show. We're going to have a very special guest. Her name is Barbara Azara. She is a, a pathwork helper and she's a, a master teacher in love. Um, she also um, teaches the breath work, uh, core energetics. Um, you know, she's an old lady, a sweet, beautiful old lady. Um, I would say that, you know, we can gather around her just to listen to her wisdom. And we fortunately going to have her here in Miami offering a workshop in November uh, the 20th to 22nd. If you're interested, you can also see more information about that in my website, sibelisalviato.com. Um, but you know uh, she's going to be here talking about love and about fear so she's going to go a little bit deeper than I did uh, in this uh, in the subject of fear so I, I really invite you to come and um, have this moment with um, elder you know expose yourself to elder um, wisdom um, she uh, she's funny, she's authentic, and uh, I think you're not going to regret to be in her presence and uh, to listen her wisdom. And if you get interested, if you are in, in Florida or if you are in the Miami area and you get curious about the workshop, uh, contact me or go to my website and there are some information there. Right, so Barbara Zara will be with us next show uh, as a guest. Um, and just to give you um, some some more mo motivation, I told you that she's she's an old lady. She's in the eighties right now, um, and she teaches in Serbia. She teaches in Brazil. Uh, she lives in California, and she's coming to to Miami. So she's full of energy. <laughs> she can really explain how she manifests that that beautiful life that she is, and and bring together um, those. Uh, dilemmas that sometimes we find in our lives. So I hope that you can join us to to listen to Barbara Zara next show. And uh, I hope you have enjoyed and I hope I hope you get puzzled by today's conversation. And if that's the case, please don't hesitate to contact me. Okay? So I wish you a beautiful week and I appreciate your presence here and Namaste. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainability From Within. 
Please join your host, Sibeli Salviato, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until the next program, have an amazing week filled with the life you want to lead.